Episode 228 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kay Bradley. I'm Gina Permay. Yeah, excited to announce that you are officially a host on the show now. Yeah, I'm super excited. Whoa! Whoa! Party! Yeah, we uh, stealthed on you guys listening uh, (laughs) by having uh, both Gina Permay and Akeem Hoyt Charles, uh, who was on a couple weeks ago. We pretended they were just here as guests, but actually it was job interviews. Whoa! <laughs> so sneaky. Yeah. So they'll both be uh, joining us as hosts from here on out. Awesome. Yeah. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm tired today. <laughs> Evidently. It's... I'm doing very good today. Awesome. You're going to mm. carry this whole thing <laughs> yes. as the new host. <laughs> Perfect. My uterus is trying to murder me. <laughs> oh, that was me like three days ago. Oh, and... <laughs> There was just a little moment of affection and compassion uh, on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's not because you're doing Bloody Mary that you can't live a life. Yeah, for uh, sure. <laughs> save, save me, Juniper. Save me. Oh, save and I fall what? off the cliff. You're doing great. You're doing fine. You're doing just Thank you. Swell, honey. Thank you. How's everyone feeling about the heat? I personally love the heat. Mm-hmm. I am partially Caribbean, so I'm just like, let me take it in. I feel like a lizard. I like to find hot rocks and just like soak oh. it all up. I, I sometimes refer to myself as cold blooded or reptilian because, like, I honestly will just sleep in the sun for hours at a time. Whoa. Yeah. I don't think I'd mind that if I had some kind of like eye protection, you know, when you're on your back and then like the like eyeballs sunglasses? get. No, but like the, the paupières aren't enough. You can get these, like, eye masks that you, like, freeze. They're, like, gel, and you, like, put them in the freezer to cool them. You could totally just, like, put one of those on and lay out of the sun until it gets warm. And then, like... (laughs) (laughs) The lizard knows best. (laughs) She do. I really envy that, because I, like... I cannot spend that much time in the sun or I start to feel like I'm dying. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I do. Sometimes the Irish comes through and I'm like, I I need rain. (laughs) But for the most part, I'm like, while the sun is here, I'm just going to give it a full body hug and we're just going to suffer through. Oh, (laughs) I like that. I like that. A friend of mine yesterday was saying about how fucking crazy it is that the sun is so fucking far away and we're here being all toasty because of it. It's so crazy far away science and things it's insane <laughs> wow what? wow it's hugging us from so far away i know it's amazing i'm in a long distance relationship with the sun <laughs> she's my girlfriend oh <laughs> I, I sometimes wonder like is the sun this hot from this far away like because it goes through the ozone layer and stuff like would it be as hot i guess what i'm wondering is like Definitely, if you touch the sun, you burn up and die. <laughs> yeah. You can't even. Yeah. No, you can't. Yeah. 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 But, like, when you're on a spaceship, presumably, if you're on a spaceship flying. Okay. Okay. You're on a spaceship, right? <laughs> yeah. How much science learning do you have? Not much. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but I, I'm curious, like, if you're on a spaceship and you leave Earth, mm-hmm. the heat that you feel as you're leaving Earth, 
if you fly toward the sun does it get hotter as you get toward the sun yes. or is there a point where it, like like consistently like the whole time i'm fairly certain yes okay. but isn't this isn't space cold that because that, that's what i'm wondering right like if space is cold maybe there's like a part of like, oh but, but uh, space is cold because there's no air yeah the heat i have no knowledge over here I'm 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 flashing through all kinds of movies in my head right now just to try. To I don't think out. like sci-fi movies are the best place to get you. Oh, like, I know space I science. A, there's a sketch where someone is just like their mind is being constantly blown by a scientist, and they're like, "But no, in Back to the Future, this is how time travel works." Yeah, yeah. we don't know is the answer. Yeah, no, we don't know. I guess not. If you're a sun scientist and you're listening to this. <laughs> What's that like? Please help. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> Before we hit record, I was I was saying that I feel like I maybe got a bit of like sun stroke, stroke or heat, something to heat do. exhaustion. Heat yeah. exhaustion. Yeah, maybe not as far as the sunstroke. I feel like that's extreme, but I'm definitely like not all here. Is there anything we can do? Uh, yeah, yeah. What if I snap my fingers occasionally <laughs> to bring you back? Whoa, and there we go, and we're back in it. Oh. <laughs> uh we're we're recording this on Canada Day, which uh mm. always it, it always like surprises me when we manage to get recordings to happen on days that are holidays. Because in my mind people don't like do things on holiday days even though I constantly work. Oh yeah, I always work on holidays. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was what's a holiday. But I also am really glad that we're recording today because kind of fuck Canada Day, right? Yeah, fuck Canada Day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. so many thoughts and so many feelings about it, but that's not what this episode's about <laughs> as far as I'm aware, and I could literally take up the whole time. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a weird one. I was like uh, for uh, Saint-Jean was a couple Saint-Jean-Baptiste was a couple yeah. days ago as well. And just seeing everybody with their their flags and their everything Quebec in the metro flags. and everybody yeah, and everybody was so happy and I was just like Yes, but yeah. colonialism. <laughs> it's also like, like even like colonialism aside, it is a hard year for Saint Jean Baptiste to be celebrated. Like oh, just with the way that Quebec. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is right now. Yeah. Although I guess that's kind of part of colonialism, right? With mm-hmm. Bill Twenty One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. line. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are in this burning shithole of a planet together. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> You sure are. Indeed. I almost bought brownies on the way, but they, I felt I was going to be late, Kate, so I didn't. You could have bought brownies. I know. I was like, if I get in touch with Tom, he'll understand. Wait, was there a fucking connection? Why am I saying this? Yeah. Oh, I'm that is just confused. happiness. I think it was just that you were saying burning shithole of a... Mm. Yeah, because yeah, brownies, brownies make would make me better. happy. There's That's the one. <laughs> You're both a little out of it today, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the party. This is the real reason we hired new hosts. Yeah, we're just, just checked you out. were way more on your shit last time. You were impressing me. I thought I was trying to impress y'all. Oh. It was the other way around. Yeah, okay. no. Oh, we did not get so. the appropriate picture of what this is about. <laughs> That's okay. Now that I know what I'm working with, I'm going to whip y'all into shape. Yes. Oh, I like this. I go. need this. That's what we need, really. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Once yeah. I figure out what the structure is, I'm on it. Oh, okay. So we don't know what step one is yet. No. Do we? No? Kind so, of. Yeah. I have a feeling I know what step one might be. What's step one? You guys, this episode is brought to you in part by Chaos. Not the D&D alignment. 
opposite lawful, but <laughs> chaos.com. Create chaos.com, that is, with a K. Wait. Are you a, looking? <laughs> a K on creator, a K on chaos. Cre- That's important information. <laughs> create with a C and chaos with a K. Thank you. <laughs> Are you looking to produce some high quality branded content without breaking the bank? Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Do you need professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers? Cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? What about live stream capability and event hosting? Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding live streams to your social media pages... They've got a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. That's content with the K. <laughs> Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. Create chaos. Create with a C. <laughs> chaos with a K. God damn it, Tom. Yeah, hey, uh, Kate. Excellent. Hey, Kate, Thank you. Want to take him to the cash corner? Sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Welcome to the cash corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Well, it's officially summertime, and unless you live in a cool, hip beach town, catching gnarly waves and dipping your little toesies in the sand, you're probably just grumbling about how stinking hot it is all the time. So are we! And it's really stinking hot in our studio. But I hate this voice, I'm gonna change it. (laughs) But we promise not to complain about it too much for your sake. Want to make us feel a bit better about recording in the heat? Consider supporting us on Patreon. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Jan, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Will, N, Andrew, Laura, Kate. I wonder if people sing along to that part. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. So today's featured Patreon question comes from Gabriel, who says, My apartment has no AC, so it becomes a sauna during the summer. Whenever I flew back into Montreal, I used to go straight to my school instead of home, just for that sweet air conditioning. (laughs) How are you keeping cool this summer? Well, how are we keeping cool this summer? (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Um, I just got, and by I, I mean we, I mean my husband and I and my mom, a thermo pump. What is a thermo pump? A thermo pump, ladies and gentlemen, is a fucking big cube thing that you stick on the outside of the house oh. and then it creates air everywhere. Yeah, cooling my, and heating. My neighbors just got one of those, and I hear it when I go to bed, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> air conditioning season. Yes, Excellent. Exactly. <laughs> it is quite loud. Yeah, but it's it's crazy because it's not like AC that makes you cold. It's just like comfortable everywhere. Uh. I know. I hate air conditioning. I'm always so cold. Oh, Anytime yeah. I walk somewhere with AC, I'm like, ugh, it's the Arctic. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I, hate it. I like being too cold. I like being too hot. <gasps> I like being just right. Uh-huh. We're like the three bears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Goldilocks? Porridge is gross, let's be honest. Yeah. 
you're making porridge wrong. Oh. I'll make some that, sometime, don't that's, worry. No, I've... Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they're Is, right. They're absolutely right. What's the difference between porridge and oatmeal? Nothing. Or, or, oatmeal. Uh, I, mm, I don't know. I, okay, okay, so yeah. probably nothing. I right? feel like texture and consistency, but I can't speak oh, to which yeah. one goes which direction. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like porridge is a little more porridgey oh that makes <laughs> like sense gooey, yeah like, yeah i was gonna say because you can make porridge oh. with like other grains and not just with oatmeal that is the only distinction according to the internet <laughs> wow look at me I'm so smart <laughs> whoa before the internet answered <laughs> it's like I'm all the new internet all oatmeal is porridge but not all porridge is oatmeal right like a, an oatmeal is a porridge mm-hmm. yeah a porridge but like you can make porridge with like cream of wheat hmm. or like yeah anyways i don't think that has anything to do <laughs> yeah. with the question well, uh, any any ideas on um grits can you make porridge out of grits is that the question no i'm ma- i'm saying have you experienced grits yes. i've experienced grits i thought grits was something completely different than what i was given in the united hmm. states there are a lot of different ways to cook grits based on region and Oh, cultural tradition right right it's like, one of those things i feel like i was way off i feel like i was like this is like the fried bits like on a whatever and it's just like smush lush i mean some people do oh like, fry it up oh, okay okay, like, okay yeah okay I'm wrong. again depends where and who is feeding it to you <laughs> lots of foods like that cool yeah. but staying cool in the summer yes i would yeah. not be eating grits because grits are hot yes yeah. so. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are yeah. your methods Y'all that have no thermo pumps. I'm jealous of your thermo pump yeah. that I also don't understand. <laughs> I still don't know what this thing is. <laughs> it's uh, it's as expensive as a car. Uh, oh. Thank heavens we got a three-year no interest loan for mm-hmm. it, and it's like wow, we because otherwise, but I don't. It's just it's pumping it out everywhere in the house, mm. so it's just so like. But how does that like? Do, that must be hard to install, surely. No. Well, no, because they put it with box. it's. They connect it to the heating duct system. Oh, yeah, yeah, it goes through your ducts. Cool, intriguing. Yes. So you'd have to have that kind of heating because we have like radiators. We couldn't do that here. Oh, possibly not. That sucks. And I really, I really wasn't <laughs> saying that I'm better than you. I'm I mean, not saying. I'm not trying to rub it in. Um, I'm just very I know happy. Better than me, don't worry. Oh, I never doubted that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't think you're intimidated by much. Am I correct? Mm, you would be correct. Ah, <laughs> dream life. <laughs> That's it. We were like, we need someone who has confidence and energy. Yeah. <laughs> well, things, you found them. <laughs> two things none of us have. Oh, I know. <laughs> Actually, I think Adrian's a pretty confident person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and I are the ones who are just constantly wallowing in our own self-pity. Oh, yeah. Broken, broken little. We're like, we're like, as if a beanie baby could shatter. <laughs> That's us. We're like Eeyore. Yeah. Oh, Eeyore's my favorite. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I was, uh, we finally put the air conditioner in our bedroom. We have three air conditioners. One that's good. And it's one of those like window units uh-huh. that like, we're going to have that in here soon. Uh-huh. Uh, one that's like an okay floor unit that like could fill something about the size of the studio, but not the size of the whole room. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's the one that we have in our bedroom because our room is small. That's been great. And then we have a crappy one that I don't know why we have it. <laughs> That's another like window one. And it just like every other day, the 
tank needs to be emptied and it like oh right doesn't really cool things off very well and it's kind of awful do you have an emotional attachment to it is that why it's still around no we just can't afford to get a different one uh so it's, it's still like, kind of useful well it's like slightly better than a fan ah you know mm. there you go Okay, so I've actually never had air conditioning. Why does it have a tank? What goes in the tank? What? <laughs> the, it, the water it takes out of the air? Yeah, so like the way that it cools it down. So it's like, let me see if I totally understand this. My understanding of it, at least, uh-huh. is that like there is like a coolant inside it uh, that when it takes in hot air from outside, the coolant like touches the hot air and like in the cooling process, moisture comes out. Okay. And it gets colder. Okay, so the tank is full of water. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I was like, tank, what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was just air. <laughs> okay. Well done, Tom. Thank yeah, you. But again, I that's a very surface level understanding that's of it. Okay. I don't totally I can dive into it later. Yeah. But yeah. it's I, I think like it would make sense to me that hot air is wetter than cold air. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's possible that it's just because it's humid. In uh, mm. in Montreal specifically, like if you live somewhere like that's a drier heat, the air conditioner maybe doesn't like well, have what? as much water in the tank. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Oh, Ugh. ah, yes, I see. Thank <laughs> you. Ah. But like at, at, the, at the house, we're we're running it at like sometimes we're at twenty six, but because there's no humidity in the air, it's it's super comfortable. Right, like it might be 27, 26 outside, but it's death because of the humidity. So, right, that doesn't answer anything either. <laughs> The cumulative level of information in this episode is outstanding. <laughs> Let's learn together. Yes. Yeah, that's just rabbit holes of learning. Yeah. Okay, so is that your answer? You have air conditioning and that's how you stay cool? Yeah, a little bit. I also, um, I got like a tiny, uh, you can't see it because the computer's blocking it, but I got a tiny desk fan that like plugs in oh, to I a power it. bar. Yes. It's it's like small, you know, it's like maybe like phone size. Yeah, it's like a personal little. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that thing's been great. I just like move it from desk to desk depending on where I'm working at any given time and like plug it in and it like blows cold air at me and Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And that's a lot cheaper than an air conditioner. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. So <laughs> if you know you're going to be sitting in the same spot for a long time, you could do that. Yeah. Totally. <gasps> yeah. Otherwise um I don't know, like iced beverages are nice. Mm, popsicles. I, oh, yeah. Eating oh. a pint of ice cream every night. Oh, man. Ice cream's a little heavy, but like popsicles. So fresh. Eating I, a box of popsicles every night. There's one called a cyclone. It's so good. Which one is that? It's like, a, it's like it looks a little bit like a dildo <laughs> in texture and size. <laughs> Yeah. I was going to ask, like, how far can you fit? Like, which color can you get to? Yeah. It's like, what is it's it? It's a like? spiral of color, so you, you get you get all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you get all the way. Skills. <laughs> well, because you have the ones that are just, like, bl- Oh, the blue. rocket? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the rocket, yeah. not the yeah. cyclone. You're right. I can reach yeah. the blue. I'm not going to brag. <laughs> As he takes a big gulp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but definitely, like, what you were saying about, like, lying in the sun... I like I can't handle being in the heat for too long but I do find that like intentionally getting out and and like exposing myself to it like I go for a walk you know mm-hmm. I'll take Toby for a long walk maybe like two or three kilometers and I only know how long that is because I play Pokemon Go the whole time <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know it's like an hour maybe an hour and a half yeah and when I get home I'm so much cooler because mm-hmm. I've like absorbed the sun for such a long time and i've like then i'm going into the house where it's like 
not actually that much cooler than outside, but because it's like shady and there's a breeze and no direct sunlight, it really feels nice. Yeah. So you can kind of trick your body, I guess. Definitely. And I don't know, I personally find like when I'm active, my body self-regulates better than when I'm just like sitting as a blob. Mm. Oh. But yeah, yeah, I don't think my body knows what regulation means. <laughs> don't know. Uh, it's constantly a mess. Eh, fair enough. I feel Maybe that. Maybe I just need to do more rock stuff. Rock stuff? The rock stuff. The, sh- oh, the flat yeah. rock. The, <laughs> the, the slappy skin on the on the, the concrete. The, you Ease know. your way into it. <laughs> you know, rock Start stuff. at a river where you can like jump into the cold water. <gasps> Oh, what a beautiful image you've just created in my mind. Are you regretting joining this? Oh, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I thought I saw a flash of why across your face. No, I saw a flash of like, oh, I can literally say whatever I want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent, yes. It was also a flash of like, have you never been in a river and on rocks? Was your childhood so deprived? Well, in other ways. In other ways. you're loved and supported now yes sometimes no it's all good it's all good love and oh can i little little parentheses little parentheses and then we'll get back to slap slap rocking um (laughs) i was i coached some people over the weekend a little improv session and uh one of the uh players is uh works in the pharmaceutical industry and we'd already spoken about antidepressants and stuff like that and then and then uh, i asked her i was like is it possible that like your the, the medication can over time have less effect on you. And she was like, yes, yes, that's totally possible. And sometimes with antidepressants. And then she was like, <gasps> because she just said out loud antidepressants. And she she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, nah, I post it on Facebook all the time. It's okay. <laughs> that, 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 like, slight moment of, oh, I'm sure there was a connection. I'm sorry, Tom. I'm so sorry. It's was okay. That, Don't there? apologize. Yeah. Juniper, how do you keep cool in the summer? <laughs> um, well, as already stated, I quite enjoy being hot. Yeah. But I have some like tips and tricks for other people who don't want to be hot. Uh-huh. So uh, keeping your apartment cool. Now, this may seem super counterintuitive, but during the day, you want to close all your windows mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you want to have like dark curtains because mm-hmm. if your apartment is dark... And the hot air from outside isn't coming in. It creates like this little cave that's like cool mm-hmm. and dark. That's a trick I picked up from my first partner I lived with because he lived in Chile for mm. like three years. So yeah, make your house a cave. It'll be cooler. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fans are great. I like to keep a little spray bottle full of water and I just like oh, spritz yeah. myself. Nice. Um, I super lucked out with my apartment in Montreal and I live two minutes from a public pool. So I just like... Uh, I'm feeling kind of, I'm going to go hop in the pool. Amazing. So I do that a lot. Also, I just love swimming. Um, This one's less a stay cool and more a stay hydrated. Uh. Um, Super important to stay hydrated. You were talking about antidepressants and SSRIs. In case any of you listening don't already know this, your SSRIs make you much more susceptible to heat stroke. Mm. Stay hydrated. To help yourself stay hydrated, a fun little homemade Gatorade I make is just water with lemon, ginger, and salt. Oh. The amount of salt you put in it can vary depending on how dehydrated you already are. Mm. Also, a test to see if you're dehydrated. If you can't taste the salt in your salt water, you're dehydrated. Uh. So, like, for me, I just put, like, a little sprinkle of salt in it because I'm drinking it every day. Yeah. But if you were, like, ooh, I think I'm dehydrated, you might need, like, a full, like, tablespoon of salt or something. Whoa. And if you're not sure, you can, like, make yourself a salt drink 
drink it. And if you're like, oh, this isn't salty, you hand it to someone else. And if they're like, this is fucking salty, you can be like, I need to hydrate now. Whoa. Um, and you can add other fruits to that. Like I sometimes put strawberries or raspberries in it, but it makes hydrating also delicious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, how else yeah. do I stay cool? It's a great I, tip. Yeah. I don't stay cool. And lemon and ginger together is always nice. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It helps with other stuff too. Yeah. Like the ginger is also like if you already are feeling a little heat exhaustion y, mm-hmm. you can often get nauseous. So mm-hmm. the ginger helps with that too. So it's just like a yeah. great summer drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I don't really care about staying cool because I like to be hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, Gabriel, I'm not the most helpful for this question. But, well, you just list, how do you just listed out a bunch of tips? Yeah. That's true. I feel like that's I helpful. am helpful. Yeah. <laughs> the cave thing 100% works. Oh, 100%. And, and then at night, you want to open it and let a cool breeze in. Exactly. And then close them again. Yeah. 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 My mom taught me that one. But yeah, getting dark window coverings is worth it even if you just like hang up the blankets you're not using now that it's summer yeah like just like get your apartment dark especially if you're out of it all day it's like it doesn't need to be hot move your plants to one room keep that room sunny yeah yeah just let it be dark yeah 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 that's interesting Mm -hmm. i have been leaving the windows like unshuttered in the studio because when i edit (laughs) well because when i edit it like gets really like like gloomy in here yeah otherwise. that's fair but like maybe i'll just start leaving them closed and i'll open a picture of the outdoors on the computer yeah <laughs> i can just like look at a beach while yeah. i edit instead and i mean it doesn't have to be like all day like you can tailor it depending on like yeah. what you need from the space emotionally as well <laughs> yeah yeah right. but and it might be maybe it could be a little thing to be like okay i've been at the computer for 45 minutes i'm gonna get up and see the actual sun outside and then you yeah. come back in But the likelihood of that happening not gonna happen. happen. Give me your number, I'll text you every hour. Have you seen the sun yet today? Yeah. Yeah, but definitely like exposing yourself to the the heat Mm -hmm. helps a lot with like dealing with it. Yeah, like it helps you acclimatize. Yeah. But like be smart about it, listen to your body, take a shade break. Ooh, another good one. The eye masks I talked to you about earlier. Also like just like keeping a cloth in like your fridge. Or your yeah. freezer damp yes. and just putting it on the back of your neck because that's where like a lot of your major arteries are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we keep a sock so, full of rice in our freezer yeah and every once in a while i take that thing out and just slap myself with it. <laughs> <laughs> play catch with toby <laughs> Wait, what? i don't know how big he is is he big enough to throw things yet he's no. big enough to s- pull himself to standing from sitting mm, that's is, a major move it's nuts because it's usually between 10 and 12 months and he is eight months he just like the other night was sitting on the ground next to Teffer's feet and like grabbed her legs and pulled himself up oh and stood goodness. there laughing about it. Like, so <laughs> oh, he knows. Cool. He knows he's going to be trouble. Yeah. She's like, just wait till I'm walking, motherfucker. I think, yeah. I'm going to knock stuff off tables all day. I'm going to be worse than a cat. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. He already is. He's already like causing all the trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Have tries fun. to like throw himself off the bed a lot. It's the big one. Mm. You'll be like, oh, is there something on the floor? I want it. <laughs> I will be there now. <laughs> yes, if only if only we went after our goals. Like children go after yeah. things on the Bugs floor. Bugs on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh the Dorito under the bed. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds good. I wish I had a what, Dorito. What did you just realize, Tom? <laughs> the bug thing. Oh, <laughs> I, twice this week I have found a creepy bug in my house. Mm. The first time was a very large, like crunchy beetle in the bathroom. Oh, I saw your post about that. What did you say? You used a term, uh, cr- cr- crush and flush, flush and, cr- crush, it, crush and flush. I gave it the old crush and flush. Crush and flush. Take it outside. Uh, I, I, I got psyched out. It was crawling toward my foot. I panicked. You know, 
Yeah, I think you actually wrote that in the post, right? That you freaked I mean, out. I'm understandable, but it was big. And then uh, how big? Like um, like that size. Like like, like a quarter. Like a quarter, but like That's a quarter-sized right. beetle in my bathroom, crawling toward my like with like hard shell. You know, it was one of those like big. It was a big mm-hmm. boy. I panicked. All right. <laughs> I think because I didn't know what kind of beetle it was, I didn't know if it could like hurt me. So they, I was of, like, most oh. bugs in Canada can't. I yeah. know, but yeah. And then there was like a wasp in our bedroom. Um, <gasps> no bueno. But it wasn't like a. I don't know if these are actually wasps, but you know they're oh, like, the white butt. No, white they're, and black. They're like Shh, let him talk. They're like a. <laughs> I know what bug it is, Juniper. It's um, it looks like a wasp, but it's like kind of shiny black blue almost. You know what I'm talking about? I oh. really wish I had my bee book with me. Because... But those uh, is it with the the is the butt like a bit further away? Yeah. Those are yeah, those are they like they they're not aggressive really. They oh, just really? like make they grab mud and they make nests in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, they're hornady. They're a, they're yeah, a little bit hornady like in body, but they're not. Okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah, we have a nest of those outside the house, and uh, one of them was in our bedroom the other night, and I, right as I was falling asleep, I saw it, like, you know, well, mm-hmm. before we turned the light off, I saw it, like, flying around the lamp on the ceiling, and I was like, oh, but I'm comfy, I'm just gonna trust mm-hmm. you, and, like, we went to bed, <laughs> and then maybe ten minutes later, I still wasn't asleep yet, and I heard it buzz in my ear, which meant it flew close enough to <laughs> my face that I could hear it, you know, and so I jumped up and turned the lights on, got the broom, and, like, waited it out and i did get it i did get it did you, did you kill it or did you, did you yeah, take it outside? yeah yeah i killed it yeah not all <laughs> for two i know this, this time it was like i had to get it down from where it was hiding on top of the rafter and like in doing so it was accidental yeah it kind of just you know fell in the ground and then i accidentally hit it a couple extra times to make sure that it didn't get up and you, i'll you, forgive as, you as this you time <laughs> but uh that's it. I don't kill bugs outside. That's my policy. If a bug is outside, I don't kill it. If it's mm. inside and it's easy to not kill it, I don't kill it. But if it's inside and like I feel threatened by it, I am like I gotta get rid of it. Yeah. All right. All right. I won't. Yeah. I won't judge you for it. All right. <laughs> I'll let you live your life of the, fear. All, all they're saying is that they hope you have a giant family of insects in your home next time they come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't kill a single. Oh yeah. <laughs> I keep for- Why do I keep sad. forgetting how grossed out you are by bugs? <laughs> yeah, oh right, this is like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a is there is there a childhood incident we need to explore no, that I prompts mean, your fear of bugs? Honestly, my mom was really psyched out by them. Mm. And I think I just picked that up from her. Oh, know? definitely. Like I never had an inciting incident or anything. I just, you know, when your mom like super aggressively hates bugs you're going to also have that oh yeah like all right great yeah my mom's a mega warrior mm. i'm a mega warrior let's talk about all what, the things warrior? We, well that too she is a mega warrior as well 100 percent. here's this big sword around <laughs> she doesn't need to she is a black belt in karate she oh, can shit. kick your ass yes. it's just a flex <laughs> she just holds heavy things like it's not even a sword it's like take out this heavy bag she's quite ripped though she carries around a big like santa claus sack yeah <laughs> she's like i could fight you with this but instead <laughs> that, was, uh, that was punching that punching <laughs> happened yeah it was like the video game punching sound yeah, like, yeah, yeah 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 like old school Hadouken. street fighter yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly so yeah, Gabe, we hope that answers your question about how we stay cool in the summer. Cool, cool in the summer. 
Video game punching noises is how I stay cool in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got options. We got options. Do we want to do a? Do we want to do some turtle bet? Do we want to tell someone whether or not they're the asshole? What are you guys feeling? I want to go into the turtle's butt. It's been a while, eh? Yeah. Let's right. dive into the turtle's butt. We have a lovely stuffed turtle here who doubles as a cup holder, filled with questions from past guests of the show and also one dollar patrons on patreon.com slash okay. discussion this is from a past guest oh i really hope i say your name correctly um prakash krishnan yeah um the question is if you had to have theme music play every time you walked into a room what tuner song would play theme music every time i walk into a room every time you walked into a room <laughs> um okay i don't know how serious you want us to answer the question but um <clears throat> Move, bitch! Get out the way! Get out the way, bitch! Get out the way! Um, I like yeah, that. I like that. Well, I want. I need to know, especially for that one. Like, do we hear it? Are we the only ones who hear it, or is it like it's played everywhere? Um, Wait, other everywhere? people better be hearing. Yeah, because that, that's what I'm. Yeah, like for that Excuse one for sure. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's theme music. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. It's announcing your arrival. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd be into. Um, I'd be into like just some really like soulful like like saxophone playing when I walk into a room. Ooh. Like, like careless whisper? Not careless whisper. Definitely like, careless whisper. <laughs> <laughs> or not even like not not just a saxophone, like a whole brass band just Ooh. like play something really like sultry. Soft but loud. You know? Where right. it's like I walk into a room and they're like ba 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 and I'm like, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Tis I. Yeah. <laughs> You know how trumpets always sound like they're shouting a little bit? Yes, they really um, do. They don't always. <laughs> All the Rude. time. No, ah! you need to diversify your trumpet listening. They have that thing. They the mute. A... Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So They have a not lot of always. those different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, were yeah. either of you ever band kids? No. Uh, no, okay. I played I was... clarinet in high school, but not. Clarinet. The clarinet <laughs> is ah. a specific type of clarinet. Really? <laughs> I'm intrigued as a clarinet player. What is oh, a clarinet? A clarinet. No, it just has a little bit more say out. Oh. No. Ah, okay. Clarinet. <laughs> mm. yeah. I was never in band, but I was in a band. Ah. But, yeah. Yeah, I did like guitar and vocals and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I I did like, I guess I took a music class once in high school where we had like band instruments. I think I was trombone, maybe. Mm. Maybe trumpet. Trombone's a good instrument. Wow. Why can't I remember which of those two it was? I guess it was like 12 years ago. Did you do the slidey thing or the the finger thingy? Close your eyes. Yeah. What body muscle memories do you have? I think. Sliding or fingering? I think I think it was trumpet. I think it was trumpet. I don't remember having to do the. Uh, although doing oh, this does that feel good? Does familiar. that feel? Yeah. Huh. Crap. <laughs> but, but is there another motion in life that that is? Well, a but thing the trumpet has doing? a small one, right? No. Doesn't it? No. Does no. the trumpet only have the three keys? Yeah. What? How do you make extra? What? No way. You change pitch by changing your embouchure and how much like breath you're using. Tom, yeah. Tom, they just said embouchure. I don't think you need to look any further. I think, they, I think they know. Let's unpack this. You were like a legit band kid. I mean, kind of. You I know things. I did clarinet and bass clarinet. My sister played trumpet. So a lot more knowledge than us. Yeah. 
I hung out in the band room even after because I was weird and they were like, this is where the weird kids hang out. Go to the band room. And I was like, okay. That checks out. <laughs> hey, it was so cute. <laughs> no, 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 the band room being where the weird kids hang out checks out. <laughs> yeah, true. I really love those because we had these little rooms that were, um, that were soundproofed. So mm-hmm. we had these like, I like those little band rooms. They were cute. Yeah. Cute wasn't the right word there, but whatever. <laughs> My music would be... Uh, <laughs> yes, because I'm a detective. <laughs> For some reason, I just have like the Jaws theme come into my head. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, totally. No, the, I would, I would say the cello, uh, Jacqueline Dupré uh, plays the cello like a boss, and I can't, I can't remember what fucking track it is, but my, it was one of these CDs my dad piled on me. me, and it was. It's like dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> I wish you guys listening could see the face that they're making because it's great. Um, it's so, yeah, drama, drama mm-hmm. as I enter. Drama, okay. Full drama. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. Drama, just. Mine's just kind of an announcement, you know? <laughs> cool. As, as yours was, kind of a. Yeah, like, get, an out an of, get out of the way. An announcement of your power. Yeah. Yours is like taking charge of the room. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I do that without the theme music, but the theme oh. music would like provide you with some warning. You could actually get out of my physical way, too. I feel like there's probably a rumble that comes even before the music. So there's a rumble. Mm-hmm. People start looking around. What's going on? The music mm-hmm. starts. And then the door swings open. And, you and then appear. you see my stilettoed thigh-high boot. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Another turtle butt? Oh, sure. yeah, sure. If we've got time. Yeah. Who wants to do the honors? Bow, bow, bow. Digging in, digging in. Bow, bow, bow. Turtle butt, turtle butt. Ah, I didn't realize we had a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> we do now. Best guest Erica Parker Price asks, what was the last book you read and would you recommend it? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it doesn't necessarily have to be the last book you finished. Because I think... Well, I am currently reading a book called The New Jim Crow. I would definitely say everyone should read it. Um, Go on. Wasn't Jim Crow that guy who was bad? So Jim Crow was the like the series of laws in the United States that enforced racial segregation. Mm-hmm. The yeah. new Jim Crow explores um, the structural similarities between slavery, Jim Crow legislation and mass incarceration Mm. mass incarceration used as a tool of racial segregation and social control Mm -hmm. and mass incarceration used to create an undercast not Mm. just an underclass but like an undercast in america Mm -hmm. Um, i only just kind of started reading it but i'm already somewhat familiar with the themes in the book Mm. and yeah definitely worth reading because it kind of highlights how the great disparity of colored bodies in the American prison system is not just a remnant of racial bias. It is a deliberate mm-hmm. design. Right. And mass incarceration isn't about the prison time. It's about the prison label mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the discrimination that's then legal once you have a felon label on yeah, you. Yeah. Right. Um, so yes, please read it. Definitely read it. Also, like all the books I've read in the last forever are centering <laughs> themes of like racial justice so i could i could do a whole list but um i think you guys get the idea oh i love that list though <laughs> i could bring that list for a future episode awesome. for sure yeah, awesome that'd be great. uh i wish i knew the name of the author but it's called uh when everything falls apart hmm. 
and it's uh, on the Buddhism and uh, the practices of Buddhism and meditation and and how how you get through shit not by pretending it's not there but by uh, sitting in it and mm. sitting on that edge and and living it and being comfortable with it despite the pain. Is that Pema Chodron? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Joy is a internet access. And uh, the new Jim Crow is by Michelle Alexander. Yes, thank you. (laughs) I never remember author names. Uh, Yeah, my... So I don't read a lot of books. (laughs) It's just like... That's fair, you're a busy man. Well, yeah, and and it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm always consuming some kind of content and like reading falls just out like if there's five things that i have energy for reading is number six yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff i like doing less than i like reading but there's just enough things i like doing more that like kind of prevent me from doing much reading uh but the last book that i like put any amount of time into was um uh, what's this guy's name so the biographer who wrote the Alexander Hamilton biography that Hamilton, the musical, mm-hmm. is based on, mm-hmm. Ron Chernow, there we go, um, has a Washington biography that mm-hmm. I read like a fairly large amount of before, you know, I, mean, I haven't really read a book since I had a baby. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's been pretty fair. Thing. Yeah. Um, Just baby books. Yeah. Not even. Oh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. But yeah, that's it. So I haven't really uh, in a while. But I I would recommend it if you're into like historical biographies. Um, There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. I I always feel like weird about enjoying history books centered around the American Revolution because on the one hand, colonialism. And on the other hand, like good stories. (laughs) There's some there's some good stories in there. And I mean, you can recognize that and also still recognize the problematic aspects of it. That's part of being discerning about the media you're consuming. Yeah. And that's important to develop. So I think it's important to read stories like that. You can be like, this is cool, but also this is not. That's it. And develop that school skill. It's it's one of those things where I'm like, I can appreciate like George Washington as a leader while also thinking I would absolutely not want like people like George Washington doing things in the present day. Yeah, But like, I also, I feel like George Washington would have been the type of guy who, if he was born, like in our era, would have been a good dude. (laughs) But like, he was a bad dude because even the best dudes in the 1700s were shitty. You know what I mean? I don't know enough about him to make that judgment call. Yeah. But like, Um, but like, I feel like. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like the best, even the best people at the, like around the American Revolution were like still kind of shitty well because, yeah we're trapped within a system like yeah the, well trapped whatever like, like i don't know enough about it to yeah, yeah yeah like society as a whole was like was shitty garbage yeah so so yeah so that's you know i would recommend reading it if you're like into that kind of stuff at all it's uh it's a good read are you dying tom i'm dying are you dying i'm dying wait what was i supposed oh fuck it worked right. it worked back. again you're back i am here I'm going to do it again, just just to make sure. There we go. Okay. Ah, we got one more in the turtle's butt. One more butt, butt, (laughs) butt turtle. Turtle boy. Turtle boy. Turtle boy. (laughs) This is the final question in the turtle's butt. Da, 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 da. Whoa. The last, mm, no. (laughs) The last turd? What were you going to say? Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to say. Uh, past guest Anna Bunce oh Anna asks what is the strangest thing you've been paid to do 
<laughs> oh, I've got it. <laughs> a juniper <laughs> creeping away from the no, mic. No, just ask someone who... Oh, wait, are my friends going to listen to this? Is my family going to listen to this? <laughs> uh, I just won't recommend it to my family. Um, As someone who occasionally engages in sex work, I just like, I'm like, is that the answer or are there other ones? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is sex work strange or is it just okay. taboo to talk about? Sex work, I think the sex work I do strikes people as very strange because I'm asexual and people get very confused that an asexual individual does sex work. Mm-hmm. I think that's what makes it weird in my personal context. Mm. Is that I'm like, in my personal life, I'm like, ew, disgusting. But then I'm like, oh, you're paying me? I'm really good at this. Well, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. Yeah, absolutely. It's a skill like any other. Like, it's yeah. Yeah. something you can get very, very good at. Anyways. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't need to go into specifics. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think um, I've had, so I, I've done a lot of odd jobs over the years because I, you know, dropped out of college and that's what you get when you drop out of college is a lot of odd jobs. Uh, I once, you know, like storage wars mm, where yeah. they like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, people buy storage lockers and clear them out. Um, I wasn't on anything nearly that interesting, but a guy bought a bunch of storage lockers that mm-hmm. were like, you know, the, the people who rented them hadn't paid in like four months or whatever. So the company was like, well, we have to clear these out somehow. So he bought them all for like, 50 bucks a piece and then uh, paid me to help clear them out mm-hmm. and was like you like he paid me an hourly rate and also said like if there's stuff you want you can keep it unless it's something I think is valuable uh, so, <laughs> fair yeah. yeah yeah so I got like a bunch of weird shit out of that I got like commemorative like Habs memorabilia from like the Fun. like 80s and 90s that is in a box somewhere and is probably worth something. I should probably dig that out. And nice. Probably. Uh, and I got like a Super Nintendo and like, I don't know if it works because it didn't come with the power cables. But, you know. <laughs> How long ago was this? Like, wow. Uh, you still don't know if it works. <laughs> this was 10 years ago. And you still have the... Sweet honey boo-boo. Somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That just made me feel old because that feels... Because I remember... I remember the experience so clearly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that was that was <laughs> a time. Sorry. I also once got paid to beat a Mario Wait. game. Oh, okay. okay. I, was, um, I was like, "What direction is this going? Yeah. <laughs> beat what? Beat I who?" Also, do sex work. Uh, no, it was, um, this was like my mo- a friend of my mom's had paid me to babysit a couple of times, and then one day was like. This is going to be a weird request, but um, I'm going to pay you to come over and just beat the Mario game that our kid is playing for us so that she can access all the levels without having to actually get oh, wow. it. Oh, wow. That's adorable, honestly. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. So she paid me 20 bucks an hour to play Mario for her. And ah! I beat the game. And, That's and then, amazing. You know, her kid was able to go back and play everything. And, you Aww, know, wholesome. Yeah. But that was weird. That was, yeah, no, that like, is weird. That's not a thing you do. <laughs> Apparently it is, yeah. if you have the money for it. Yeah. Rich people pay for the weirdest things. It's yeah. true. I worked like at a golf course, and I'm just like, oh, right, yeah. rich people, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got I got paid. Uh, I mean, uh, artists get asked to do some weird shit. Oh, this is true. <laughs> and uh, one contract I got uh, was a guy I used to design T-shirts for, and 
it, it didn't I was confused the whole time as to what the purpose of the illustrations were <laughs> but then it became clear that he would he, he had bought cufflinks online yes and they sent him the wrong cufflinks okay so because of that he hired me to draw two two things to send to them as a sort of like fuck you I guess but not re- I don't re- I can't what remember were the illustrations one so the the cufflinks were he had ordered like tentacle cufflink cufflinks but they sent him um steering wheel cufflinks oh well that's so egregious the drawing was <laughs> A warehouse, cl- well, warehouse clerk that you wouldn't know from the drawing, but that was the context. He and from you see him from behind, and he's having one of the cufflinks rammed up his butt, ah! and his <laughs> intestines are shooting out of his front. And then uh, the other one was yeah, a woman with tentacles bursting out of her belly. Yeah. The whole time I was just well, yeah, because I the, most of the stuff I do for this guy is super weird. I haven't contacted, I haven't talked, we haven't had contact for a while. But like, it was just like I'm, I don't under, I mean, okay, I'm just gonna take the money. I'm just gonna take the money. Take the I money. Don't, I, I don't know what's happening with these drawings. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with these drawings. Wow. Okay. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. True. I but just... I like. I've always been. There, there's definitely parts in the past things that I've drawn that I've been like when I drew them I was like yeah this is fun this is you know cool or whatever and that now I look back and I'm like Ugh, the way the, the person I am now doesn't like mm. where my head was to draw that but are you still stuck on the <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> yeah it's just yeah like, like people be tripping I'm I'm blown away and I'm also kind of like nice you know, like, <laughs> well, that's it like, because it was some, so it was such a like. Well, yeah, but I can't. I don't so even over the top. But that's it. And I, but I don't think it was vengeful. I don't think it was a fuck you. I think it was something else. And it was just like I don't <laughs> well, know I, what, what it is. <laughs> what is it? Wild. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I'm also realizing as y'all talked about this that I participate a lot in like trade and barter economy. Mm. And so like I don't know what qualifies as being paid because I've been paid to do some weird ass shit just like with trades. Like <laughs> oh, I, ca- right, I can't yeah. even like name them, but I'm just like, oh yeah, this is some weird stuff. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if we're, if we're like bringing gigs into it. Yeah. Like uh, are we, are we, what are we, yeah. what are we bringing into it? I did like freelance video work for a long time and um, mm. <laughs> never got anything too crazy. Someone did try to like hire me to shoot an- like amateur porn once and I turned them down because at the time I was against the idea. Mm. Now I would totally take that gig. <laughs> but, um, now that you have a baby. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but like, no, I was super churchy at the time. And, uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but but actually like a, the, a, weird, a weird gig I got once was that there was a dude at my old church who um, he had moved here from like Colorado to do missionary work because like everyone in the States fucking That's what everyone from Colorado move. does. Yeah, well, everyone in the States moves to Montreal to work as a missionary because also they think BC. Montreal is a den of sin. Also BC. <laughs> yeah. Like I've never had a Canadian pastor and I've gone to church right. my whole life up until three years ago. Yeah. All my pastors were American. That's and I'm it. like, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this guy had moved up here and like needed to send like an update video basically back to his congregation back yeah. in Colorado. And he was like, yeah, so like I'm going to give you some like photos that I want you to put in. And then right away I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Because like when you're doing video work and someone wants you to include photos, 
what they really want is a slideshow oh, yeah. with voiceover. And so he like had me go like film him in a couple of places like doing his job. But it was really awkward the entire time because he like is just kind of an awkward dude. Like nice enough, but like just like like not someone who is natural on camera. So it was a lot of him just like showing me around like really like, yeah, this is where I do this. Like, oh my goodness! Thumbs up like very like, like high school <laughs> video project. Oh, it was so uncomfortable, and the final product was really weird. And like, then his fiance got really like aggro about the editing, which was like a weird situation where like I had upfront told them like this is the amount that I am charging. It is not enough, but like I like you, so like you know I will do a rough cut and then a final cut of this. And, like, that's what you'll get if you want anything beyond that. Like, pay you'll me. have to pay me extra. Yeah. And she got real aggressive about it. And I was like, slow your roll. He told me this was fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, where's the spirit of the Lord? Yeah. Where's your, where's your <laughs> yeah. patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, whatever the other fucking fruits of the spirit are? Faithfulness. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's it. It was like, it was a weird, it was a weird time. I still... I still think fondly back on one photo that he had me take. Oh boy! Through they like he was in a go. Uh, he was working in a homeless like drop-in shelter, and they had of like course. a window that they served food out of the kitchen. And he was like, he like stood there and like held a ladle with one hand and a thumbs up with oh, the other, and just stared wow. straight ahead. And I thought that he had told me to film it. So <laughs> <laughs> So then after I realized I, I stopped and took an actual photo. It's just like a 10 second clip of him just standing. With a ladle. Oh man. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Church kids lack so many social skills. I don't even. Woo! Man was like 40. No, I know. But they grew like, up. The church just, just a big church up. kid. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we got about five minutes. Should we do an Am I the Asshole? And then wrap it up? Sure. All right. Sure. So this is uh, our final segment of our show where we go to reddit.com slash r slash am I the asshole and uh, tell someone whether or not they're the asshole. Pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, this week, uh, our question comes from Reddit user The Karma Causer, who says, would I be the asshole if I decided to be naked in my own home? They go into detail. I'm in my house and it's starting to get hot as hell and I feel most comfortable being, as you probably know, naked. naked. I'm thinking of pulling the curtains away and opening the windows. I'm worried about indecent exposure and all that bullshit, but I also feel like people shouldn't look into my house anyway. Am I the asshole? I mean, I walk around my house naked all the time. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I kind of maybe want more context. Like, if you know your neighbors have a four-year-old daughter, like, okay, don't fucking yeah, do it. Yeah, like, how how yeah. close are you to the street level? You know, if it's just, like, window straight on the sidewalk, then that's maybe different. I don't know. That's it. I feel like it, you can walk around your house naked, but maybe, like, be cautious. Like, be conscient, con- conscientious. Conscious. Conscious. Be aware of where the windows are. Yeah. You know? And, like, just, you know. Yeah, because it's one thing if someone, like looks through the window and you happen to walk by naked. It's another thing if, if you're, you're like, like standing there oh, spreading yeah, eagles yeah. or morning coffee. coffee. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, that's very different. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think you'd be the asshole for deciding to be naked in your own house, but you definitely need to like, you need to be aware, you know, Yeah. of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I have this sometimes, like 
I tend to not be naked most of the time, but like at night, a lot of the time I'll be naked. You uh-huh. know? And if I like have to go to the bathroom and a light is on, I'll like turn the light off before I walk through that room just in case anyone on street level. Right. You know? Oh yeah. Cause then it's a TV at night. If your lights yeah. are on in the inside, it's just like, hello everybody. That's it. Yeah. I think I stopped caring when I was like 14. My yeah. mom was all like, make sure you close the curtains before you get dressed or the neighbors across the way. And I'm like, Eh. <laughs> get some titties whatever yeah i've started to yeah I've, I've i've started to be before it was always like creeping onto my couch and then like awkwardly closing the curtains now it's just like whatever yeah. you know worst case this yeah. is where i live worst case you you show some titties while you close the curtains yeah and then you're you're good you know yeah exactly yeah yeah that's it i i definitely get the like being worried about indecent exposure because like it it actually like is illegal <laughs> Yeah. If you are doing it in a way that is like intentional, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, and then it becomes a like who, who, their word against the other person's. That's it. <clears throat> if they're like, oh, he was waving it in the window, and like, yeah. I just walked by, yeah. you know, then it's. Hey, sometimes when you walk, it waves, right? Yeah. And again, <laughs> I feel it. like there's a difference between being like male bodied and female bodied. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah, having that like, who's going to be mad about some titties? No, maybe, exactly. Maybe mm-hmm. a mom with some kids. Who's going to be mad about a dingling? A lot of people. A lot of people. Yeah. 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 Even if it's a nice one. I saw, I saw a really like, this man was cut from stone. <laughs> and like I was in a friend's apartment and this guy was in the apartment across the, like I was, you know, two very high up buildings. And I feel like people in high up buildings tend to be a lot more sort of laissez-faire about that. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and like glanced out the window. I think we were on her balcony actually uh, and like just having drinks. And I looked across and there was a really hot guy who was very naked. And I was like, hello, you should be wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> But also, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yeah. if you're gonna be naked in your apartment, people might see you naked. So, like, you gotta be okay with people seeing you naked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other it. than that, I'm like, yeah, go off, homie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. yeah. But definitely, you know, you, you might want you might want some curtains. Honestly, yeah, it's not hard to get curtains that that still keep the house cool. Get some light curtains, the sheer ones. Yeah. That just like hang up bead strings in your window. Yeah. Because <laughs> then it's an artsy nude. Yeah. <laughs> or you do like a Mr. Bean type thing where you have like a, a, a like a strategically positioned lamps and fish bowls and stuff. To like, that sounds like a lot of fucking work. I feel like it would be so sill. satisfying though. I mean, it would be, but like, who's. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, that's huh? true. That's true. I mean, like, just put like four books in each windowsill. Yes. I mean, it depends how tall this dude is, but yeah. Yeah. I guess how low the windows are, too. Wait, do we even know if this is a dude? I'm assuming. Because uh... you need to put a sensor, or you could just put like a black sensor across your windows yes. at pity height. Yes. All your windows. Whoop. That's built-in really sensor bar. <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. No jumping. Or is there like a, is there like a, a bar that they put over porn? over the good parts of porn that you have to like pay before it removes it, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, like put that one up. <laughs> what? You if you like want to... Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Is, I don't watch porn, thing, I don't know, though? but probably. It... There's no thing to descramble porn. Well, like, that was what like pay-per-view porn was back in the day, was really? you'd get the scrambled feed with like audio and you'd have to like call cable and be like, give me the porn channel. <laughs> and then they'd unscramble the feed. Oh. Yeah. I knew many people who just watched it scrambled and got what they could out of it. <laughs> if your like auditory input is, then you're good. Oh yeah, that's it. Close your eyes. 
It's like you're there. I thought you were gone just there. <laughs> I've been gone since we started. <laughs> oh my god. That brings us to the end of our show for this week. <laughs> if you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. You thought that beat was coming back way sooner, didn't you? <laughs> I sure did. Uh, we also have merch. You can click the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at Public. And you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. And if you do that for the rest of the month of July, uh, we will be making donations to The Trevor Project for every rating and review we get. So do it. Help make a difference. We were originally just doing it for Pride Month, but then... Nobody gave us any reviews in June. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're still doing it in Bitches, July. get on it. <laughs> Jeez. You can share this episode with a friend who needs to stay cool this summer. Uh, or with a friend you saw naked through their window. <laughs> you you want to tell them, but you don't want to tell them. Yeah. Mm. This is our way of telling them for you. But now they won't know. Do you think they should be cool? or do you? They'll have to guess. They'll have to guess. Yeah, yeah. They'll know. They'll know. They'll know. It'll, It'll be like, like, I have a feeling Gabe saw me naked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tons Latni. I'm at Red Random. Okay. I'm on Instagram at Vision is Beauty. <laughs> I forgot I was going to have to do that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the closing thing from Twitters to socials. So yeah. I'll start saying yeah, that makes sense. I don't have Twitter. Socials. I mean, I have Twitter, but it's... Uh, just for the sex work. Oh, wait. Twitter, Twitter's the new sex work platform now that Tumblr's is. gone. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, don't that. follow my Twitter unless you're going to pay me. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> but I'm not going to say it here because then it would be associated with my real name and we just don't need that. No, Anyways. no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out on July 9th. I have something to plug on July 17th. Um, and you can click the uh, event in the uh, description of this episode for all the details. But on the 17th, the Upford Network is putting together a live panel that you can attend in person with very limited seating uh, or remotely at a much lower price because you'll just be watching a live stream feed. Uh, So you can get all the information for that by clicking the link in the description. It's going to feature people like Jim Hughes from Canada's Young Leaders and Aaron Lakoff from Changing on the Fly. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really cool. It's It's a panel about like podcasting to talk about important things cool i have not locked down a name for it yet clearly <laughs> that's my plan for but this we'll evening get there. <laughs> by the time this episode comes out it'll have a full description and everything awesome but you can click on the link to find out about exactly. yes any other plugs no no nope. nope. cool all right um i want to take the reins for a minute here folks um And I'm going to take a few minutes before doing the rest of our thank yous and our acknowledgements to do something that we haven't done on the show before, um, but that we're going to start doing. And I'm going to explain what it is and why it's important that we do it. Um, With that being said, I'd like to take this moment to acknowledge that the studio where we record is located within the traditional unceded and unsurrendered territories of the Kanyankahaka First Nations. So what I've just done is called a land acknowledgement. I'm sure that some of you are very familiar with that and know what a land acknowledgement is, but I'm also sure that there are some of you who are probably very confused right now, including some of the people in the studio (laughs) with me. Um, So I'm going to take some time and do my best to unpack for you what a land acknowledgement is. Um, 
I'd like to preface by saying that I am not Indigenous and I am not an expert on Indigenous matters. I am just someone working to decolonize myself and my way of life, and I think land acknowledgements are an important part of that. So I personally was first introduced to the concept of a land acknowledgement um, through the spoken word community that I was a part of back in BC when I was living on the Lekwungen territories. Um, a land acknowledgement is, of course, a complicated and nuanced thing. But um, as I understand it, and for our use today, the main purpose of a land acknowledgement is to remind, remember, and reflect on the fact that where we live is stolen land. And on this land, acts of colonialism are still carried out on a daily basis. A land acknowledgement is a chance for us to think about our personal relationship with the lands we occupy and our relationships with the Indigenous peoples whose land it is. <clears throat> a land acknowledgement is only a small piece of a much bigger network of actions and attitudes that individuals and communities can adopt to center Indigeneity and Indigenous sovereignty while challenging the ever-present colonial agenda. Um, yeah, so I would encourage you guys to think about where it is you're living, what relationship you have with the land and with the indigenous peoples, who it belongs to. If, mm. like me in the past, you're finding that you don't know a lot about it, um, there are resources out there you can find out. A really great app is called Native Land, and it's um, built using user data that's uploaded. And you can search a city, a town, a country, and you can find out which indigenous territories it falls within. Keeping in mind, it's not always entirely accurate because it is user uploaded data, but it gives you a place to get started. Mm -hmm. um, another resource, if you're living in Canada, I'm not sure about the United States, but I know a lot of Canadian cities have something called Indigenous Friendship Centers for their local bands and tribes. Um, so you can look that up and those are often centers of resources and education. Um, look for Indigenous educators in your local area. They exist, they are out there, they're doing important work, pay them to teach you. Um, just talk about it. Like, ask your friends, do you know what territory we live in? Mm -hmm. If they don't, find out together. Um, a big part of decolonizing our culture and ourselves is just being willing to talk about it, being willing to acknowledge that we live in a colonial system, and then asking, what can I do next? Mm -hmm. And you can find those resources through your Indigenous Friendship Centers, through the Indigenous educators in your area. You can Google it. There are so many resources online. Um, and just, I would remind you guys that when you are seeking out that education, look for educators who do it professionally and who get paid for it. Don't ask people from a minority group to do the emotional mm -hmm. labor yeah. of educating you if you're not going to pay them. If you have friends who are Indigenous, ask them if it's okay to talk to them about mm -hmm. it. Ask them if they're willing to share, when they would be willing to share, mm -hmm. how you can um, compensate them for sharing with you. Mm -hmm. And just get out there and learn about it. And yeah, so land acknowledgements are something you're going to be hearing us doing regularly from now on. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage you to bring that mentality into your space, wherever you are living. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I hope I did it justice. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this was something that like that was first brought up to us as an idea, maybe like at least to me, maybe like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I since then have not been totally sure like what like one I don't know about this stuff. Like this mm -hmm. is the most that anyone has ever <laughs> told me about it. Like I've heard people open shows with it before, but that's kind yeah. of the extent of it. And like. <clears throat> Because it's an online thing, like I, I, 
in a venue, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, this makes total sense because our show comes out online. I was like, I don't know, like, do we need to? I And then like, because we are <laughs> like, because we're recording in a space, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, no, it makes total sense to acknowledge yeah. the space where the recording is happening. Right? And the other thing for me is like, especially since I first learned about it within the spoken word community is it's like the tradition, like the oral tradition of knowledge sharing is a huge part of a lot of indigenous cultures. And the fact Mm. that we're able to engage in that living on their land when a lot of them aren't is something that like as creators, I think is really important to bear in mind. The fact that we have a platform, I don't know for me personally, it's like if I have a platform and I'm not talking about what I think is relevant, what I think is important, Mm. I have no integrity as an artist and as a creator and I shouldn't have the platform. So for me, this being my first episode, I was like, it's really important to me that I talk about this and I center it and I bring it into the creative space. Definitely. Yeah. And, and, and that like brings up a really interesting point that like what we are doing by having a podcast is essentially like oral storytelling. It is. And it's knowledge sharing. Yeah. And, and so like, given that we are doing that on land where that is a like super important cultural practice, it totally makes sense that we would like, you know, acknowledge that Mm -hmm. in the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, thank you for like, you know, nudging me on that and then like yeah. being able to help us kind of understand it a little totally. bit better. And, make it and yeah, like I'm by no means an expert. If anyone listening is an expert, <laughs> is an indigenous educator and would like to be on the show or would like to send mm-hmm. us other resources, please. Ooh, right. Another account I forgot to mention is on Instagram. They're called Decolonial Atlas and they kind of have a global perspective and they share a lot of like what the world looks like outside of like country and colonial borders, like whether it's watersheds or indigenous territories Mm -hmm. or like biospheres, like it's a really interesting way for you to reframe how you look at the planet as a whole and being like, yeah, like a lot of these borders are like super made up and have no bearing on how people should be interacting. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Thanks for letting me do that. Of course. Thanks again. Yeah, we're going to, so you'll, you'll be hearing that we, um, aren't totally sure where in the like flow of the show we're going to be doing it maybe it'll be at the top of the show maybe it'll be in the outro i like, think it should be at the top but we're gonna workshop mm-hmm. it. yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna figure it out by next week and then uh yeah you'll hear it on every episode awesome another thing that you'll continue here on every episode <laughs> is special thanks to crackers and jam for letting us use the title track off their ep benson is our theme music you can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com what a smooth transition <laughs> <laughs> that was not bad. Uh, the uh, the this this show this one this one this one this show is it this one I think this, it's this one this yeah. one this, this one this one this show is produced and edited by the miraculous Tom Zalatna. Wow, that, that's me for the Upper Network. You, you can wow. find out about all our great shows at the up. Uh, oh fuck! Oh man. everything. What? So many of the other shows accidentally say at theupwardnetwork.com. And oh then no! When I'm editing their episodes, I have to cut the the out. You know how hard that is. Oh my goodness! That's hard. At upwardnetwork.com. Thanks y'all for listening. See you have a great day. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so awkward. Beautiful. I say now, Benson, Benson, Joe, Benson, 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 Benson,
Hi, everyone. I am Hughes the Younger. And I'm Hughes the Elder. We also go by Nick and Jim, respectively. We are the father-son duo and the co-hosts of Canada's Young Leaders. CYL is a podcast that Nicholas and I put together and bring out every week. We interview a really exciting special person. We take a lot of time to find them, and they bring to you new ideas and new messages that we think you'll find interesting. We are really trying to push the dialogue forward, introduce our listeners to big ideas in realms of immigration, indigenous reconciliation, climate change. Ultimately, we want to push Canada forward on these issues and really create a better country for all of us. So please tune in. We release episodes every Monday and you can find us on the Upford Network. Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upgrade Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing pinkle media, bleeding hearts guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at changingontheflypodcast.wordpress.com. Thank you, idiot. Last game of the play.